Hey, SoundCloud listeners, this is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by going to RadioTFI.com. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya! You found the Taxi Stand Hour. Over. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-AT, 754-800-2428, on Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah, and change your behaviour so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. Sage advice once again from Professor Medley. Thank you for joining us here on this. Uh, oh, goodness, what is it today? I think it's Wednesday. Oh, I think it's also August 26th, I think. And I also think it's 2020. I think I'm three for three here. How about that? You are listening to the quarantine edition of the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI and on Periscope from the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota. I am John Shannon. And from the Radio TFI Executive Tower, housing the headquarters of the Oh, what's the word? Oh, my goodness. Just that empire known as Radio TFI. The one, the only, Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good evening, sir. Good evening, kids and kittens. As always, we trust you've had a wonderful, wonderful day that went exactly the way you hoped. You've now found your way home. You've, you're into that big, comfortable chair. The, the Tootsies are up on the ottoman. The dogs are barking a little bit more. You've got your favorite beverage in your hand. And now it's time to settle in and listen to two people that will are just going to blow your mind. And look, if you could send us the web, website link for those two people, we would really appreciate it. We'd like to hear it too. Hey, oh, everybody. Hey, that would be, that would be just fabuloso, <laughs> wouldn't it? I kind of petered out at the end there. I thought I had a thing going and it, and it just kind of you happened. had something going. I'm not 100 percent sure what it was, but you did have something S- going. Sadly, neither do I. How are you tonight, uh, young Mr. Shannon? Well, well, I can't complain so far. I mean, I'm. It's it's a rhetorical question. I'm here. Oh, in other words, you don't care how I'm doing. So I that that's pretty harsh. It's accurate, but it's harsh. Yeah, I. I <laughs> I know you better than you think I do. Let's put it that way. I think you know what I something don't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, believe, believe, believe. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yep, 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 yep. Oh, goodness, goodness. I'm just sitting here watching. Boy, it looks like uh, the southeastern part of Louisiana and the 
south, uh, oh, it'd be southwestern, or excuse me, southeastern part of uh, Texas and the southwestern part of Louisiana. Looks like they're in for quite a little blowjob here. I, uh, I hope all you folks down there took the advice and got out, especially in Louisiana, because they were talking about 13 plus feet or 16 feet of surge and you guys live in basically water they're talking 30 miles inland this surge may push this this is no joke this is no joke look i've been through hurricanes but i never actually had to deal with storm surge or one big the biggest storm i went through hurricane wilma back in 2005 we were lucky in that it came to us from the west across the Everglades. It didn't come in from the ocean. So we didn't have to worry about that. The The ocean water got pushed out along with about 10,000 traffic signals or somewhere out in the Atlantic right now. That's no joke. We lost. But but again, for you folks in the path of Laura, uh, I hope you got out. I hope you didn't think you could beat this storm. Uh, just, you know, riding it out. Remember, just because you've gotten lucky over the past 40, 50, 60 years, however many you've ridden out, it means nothing to the one that's bearing down on you. So if you're in a shelter, look, we know we got coronavirus, we got everything else on top of it, uh, and you may be stuck in a shelter, and you know, but we got to deal with these one at a time. First, you need to survive the storm, and then hopefully we'll, well, get, we'll get you through the rest of it. But I, well, here's I, I, a great time to, to well, if you're taking the chance or if you're saying that uh, the COVID is fake, well, now here's your chance to prove it. Get in the well, shelter. Get the, get the hell out of the that's way. That's right. That's right. Although it's too late now. It's too late to move now. They're in the middle of it now. Yeah, They're I to, suppose. Earlier this afternoon. There's already flooding. Uh, right. I just saw a picture of Cameron, Louisiana. They're getting a bunch of, they're getting the outer bands there and they are just uh oh they've already got knee deep water in that town yeah when i got home this afternoon about it was just three o'clock straight up and i turned on the tv and uh at that point al roker at 3 p.m this afternoon eastern time two o'clock central roker was saying it's just that you've got a little bit tiny bit of time but not a lot to get out if you haven't moved now, now is the time. Not an hour from now. Now is the time to go. Because roads were going to be inaccessible. You know, uh, I watched more than one uh, town police chief or whatever mayor say, look, you can dial 911. We ain't going to be there to answer the phones, though. Get no, out. They're, get they're smart. Out. They're going to get the hell out of Dodge. Well, they, they have to. They do nobody any good if they're running calls in the middle of a category four storm. So look, yeah. again, we wish everybody the best. Uh, what, what I know to be true is that the only people that die in a hurricane are the ones who don't pay attention to the warnings. Oh, no, you're absolutely right. Those are the people that do not get out. Those are the people that walk outside their house when the eye passes over. Because, oh, I guess the storm's over. No, it's not. It's sneaking up from behind you now. Blowing the other well, way. Have you seen the eye of this thing? This is a tight little eye, too. I, I have not actually. Uh, 
I was tied up with some other business, but I'm going to look at it right now. So, so feel free to chat away there. Uh, oh, it, yeah. The, uh, the eye of this thing, I mean, it is, it is just like, wow. Really, wow. I'm looking at it now. That's, uh, you know, you're looking that, at the satellite image, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. I'm not, I'm just looking at, at a still, wow. Wow. Everything on the left side of that storm. Oh my goodness. I, I, I feel so bad for these folks. I really look, I I've ridden out two major hurricanes and, uh, and countless tropical storms. Uh, I, I, I feel for you kids and kittens. This is, this is sincere and from my heart. If you're at home, if some, for some reason you're listening to us, uh, please, please, please get in a room with no windows. If you're in the house, if you're in the apartment, get into a room with no windows. Uh, most likely the bathtub will be your best bet in the bathroom or even if you have to get into an interior closet. If you're in the bathroom, bring a mattress, pull it over you in the tub. But Ed, I mean, these areas are talking about nine-foot storm surge. You can lock yourself into anything you want. You're not going to survive a nine-foot storm surge. John, at this point, you do whatever you can. If you're already in that situation, I'm talking about protecting yourself from the house, the roof of the house, coming down look again, right now i i understand one, i'm one sorry thing at a time. Just... one thing at a time let's you know let's survive what we can all right remember at this point it, it, it's a series of diminishing returns as you go through a yeah. hurricane all right when it start before before it gets there uh you're thinking eh, well you know what the heck we'll be back up everything will be running fine again you're thinking about all your friends your family your business and blah 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 the closer that storm gets, the smaller your circle of giving a flying F about. By the time it is passing over and that freight train is coming across your roof, all you're thinking about is, where do I go if the roof blows off? You don't and care. By the way, I lied. I lied. Nine feet down around Galveston. It was six to nine feet down around Galveston. Ten to 15 feet between Galveston and Lake Charles. It's Cameron, nasty. Actually. There's no question that it's going to be almost impossible to survive. But I'm talking about if you're in one of the, uh, not as where you're not, may not see as much storm surge, but you're still in your house or your apartment. Look, it's too late to say you shouldn't be there. You already know that. You already know. You're going through it right now. The freight train's coming across your roof. Your walls are, are heaving back and forth. All right? Water may be coming in. And that's the bigger problem, too. If you didn't get a chance to board your windows, once that wind and rain starts coming in the house, you need to get yourself as small as possible into a room where, where at least you, that affords you some protection, preferably without a window. I didn't say it was going to be easy, pleasant, or fun. Or necessarily completely survivable in this case. Yeah. But you have to take the steps now. You chose not to, but now's the time. If that little t tidbit helps one person, great. Okay? It's just just hunker down the best you can. And, and, and to everybody else that is going to survive this storm, uh, it's unfortunate that what you're going to come home to, hopefully there will be something to come home to. And, uh, 
You know and who I'm feeling for right now? Who that? The guys that are covering this for the d- different news outlets. Not me. Especially the Sc- Weather Channel. Screw them. That's what I say. Screw them. And I'll tell you why. We all know what it looks like when the wind is blowing. I don't need to see a reporter and his camera person, two or three people out there, putting themselves in danger. By the way, if I'm in the middle of the storm, I got a pretty good idea how hard the wind is blowing. I don't need to see you out there. If you want to stand in front of a window, like an open balcony door in a hotel, that's one thing. There's a famous piece of tape of Al Roker where one of his production guys had to hold him, got down on the ground to hold his legs. They both wound up on the ground. Um, they, they were in, in a hotel room. Put yourself in a position where you can step inside. We don't need to. I don't, I don't buy into this anymore. That, oh, I need to see uh, Jim Cantori or pick your reporter. Okay, these people are in danger. I know they put themselves back, you know, but just the same. You can get awfully hurt. Those winds are nothing to mess with. And I don't need to see uh, young new reporters out there fighting. And and some of the people that are out there, especially some of these young ladies, I got got legs that that weigh more than they do. You know, I don't need to see you out there in your Weather Channel slicker or your CNN, you know, blah, blah, blah. By the way, uh, at least it used to be. I don't know if if he still goes out, but it used to be well known. If Jim Cantori shows up in your neighborhood to do a stand-up spot, things ain't looking good. (laughs) (laughs) Cantori always goes where it's the worst. So, uh, look, good luck to everybody down there. We we mean that sincerely. So, so, as much as we want you listening to uh, Radio TFI, uh, after this is all said and done, personally, you know, start thinking, because these people, damn the coronavirus right now, these people down there are going to need some serious help when this is all said and done. That's right. Well, again, it's it's a matter of priorities now. The closer that yeah. storm is to you, you're, you, you're not thinking about coronavirus. You're not thinking about your insurance payment. You're not thinking about, mm-hmm. geez, should I get the oil change on the car? You're, 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 you're pooping your pants and hoping and hoping that you get through it. Now, uh, our best goes out to everybody down there. If you want to hear the rest of this show, uh, tune in on SoundCloud in a couple of days. Turn your uh, internet, if you still have internet and you're hearing us, go back to the Weather Channel or something. Okay? Stay informed. Stay in Yes, exactly. We're going to be here. We're not going anywhere. We're two yeah, fat old, exactly. old, old guys. We've got <laughs> nothing better to do. So we're going to be here for you. That, that's about the case, too. So anyway, speaking of weather, and this is a hard turn to take, but uh, it was a beautiful day here in New York City today. And uh, it, was, it was dry. There was no, and the wind was blowing just enough. It was like outdoor air conditioning. Uh, I hopped on the old uh, Edmobile, the Ed cycle, and and we we took our ride. We did what we've been doing. Went to the little park that I've been going. Sat there for about thirty minutes. Boy, it was on on the East River. It was just spectacular. Found a nice shady spot. Just the wind blowing on you. Oh, it was. And then then I crossed the Queensboro Bridge, uh, which I had not done before. It was a very interesting ride. 
it it went what you're looking at me it has its own bikeway okay it the queensboro bridge for those of you not familiar with it i mean it's been around for a hundred years and it connects manhattan to queens there's an upper and a lower deck on the lower deck there used to be two outer lanes okay one single lane on each side going in each direction well about 15 years maybe uh, going on 20 years ago they closed the one lane going into manhattan and converted it into a bike and pedestrian lane they've also since added a whole series of bike only paths leading from the park i like to go to to the bridge so you're completely protected the whole time from cars and uh, it's not but you're not protected from ed van ness riding his bike going, Get the hell out of the way! Oh, trust me there were a lot of knuckleheads up on that <laughs> up on that bridge there were i saw at least two families that were that were riding three abreast and believe me there's barely enough room there's enough room for two bikes to pass with a pedestrian you know bikes in each direction it, it's they got it set up it, it's very tight and of course there's always people riding reckless but the upside of it was, and of course, when I got up to the uh, the uh, the crest of the bridge, it the uphill part coming to Manhattan is a bit of a. It's not so bad. Uh, of course, I have the power assist, so it's not bad for me at all. And some people walk their bikes, and and I got up to the middle of the bridge, and it was just fantastic. Boats coming under the bridge, on the. Uh, uh, on the East River, you can barely, the, the traffic is not really that big of a thing. You don't really hear it that much if you're not paying attention for it. As I came down the bridge into Manhattan, now there is a wicked, wicked, you come down this bike path, and you can see it on Google Maps if you look at it. It is a, a complete 180 hairpin turn. You have almost, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we had some idiot doing about 30 miles an hour weaving in and out of bikes just as we're all trying to, and you got to almost stop to make this turn. I mean, it, it, there's not a lot of room. Uh, I managed to get through it and I pulled over once I got a, once I, uh, uh, I got a little further down, there's a nice big sidewalk. So I pulled over. I just hung out there for about 10 minutes and, uh, turned around and went right back across, uh, just, now, as you enter Manhattan, it's a much steeper grade. I mean, if you do nothing, don't touch your brakes. It's easy to be getting up to 30, 35 miles an hour. Of course, it's that. Stop this crazy yeah. thing. And there's a concrete wall at the end of it just before as you approach that airpin turn. So you've you got to be aware of that. Now, now, coming back, obviously, that's a big uphill. And people are huffing and puffing and you know, with their, with their bikes again, not me, not me. I bet somebody, I bet somebody would like to shoot you. I wasn't the only one. Toddling, toddling I, was, by them. I was not the only one up there with an e-bike. There were guys with, with, with scooters up there. Uh, oh. you know, uh, like gas powered scootered scooters, the sit down kind of scooter and you name it. There was people up there doing, I, I mean, and it was just a beautiful day. So now I feel confident about crossing that bridge and uh one of these days very soon go to central park it was sounds like a lot of fun 
It, well, it, it, it would. It, I did about uh, nine to ten miles round trip today. The usual trip to the park that I go to has been six miles. It's about oh, a mile, okay. about a mile and a half on the bridge. You know, by the time you, so, and then it's maybe it's maybe another mile to the park. So that that puts me at about twelve miles, which leaves me another ten miles to monkey around in the park before my battery would run out. And that's oh. presuming I'm not pedaling at all. So, and we're now, learning. Granny Annie, and I came to when we came to New York City here about uh, how long has it been now? What, four years ago, three, four years ago, something like that. I, I regret not getting a chance to see Central Park. You know, we pretty much just hung around Times Square. And, you know, and you know what was sad about that? What's that? Thinking about it. Of all the places you could possibly eat, New York City, have mm-hmm. dinner. Uh, where'd you go? That's where we chose. Oh, oh I don't know. Uh, Red I, Lobster. Uh, of all the... Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Red Lobster. But you but can have Red Lobster my, anywhere. You can have Red Lobster anywhere. And were you near Times Square? We were, yeah, that's where it was. That was where the and, Red Lobster was. And just a few blocks away, and I'm presuming it's still, there's still a lot of them there. 46th Street, between 8th and 9th, is known as Restaurant Row. Really? And there's a gazillion little, re- there used to be a great little Italian place. I'm sure it's gone. I used to eat there all the time. And, uh, you know, there's a tiny little, tiny little holes in the wall. And, you know, there's a lot of fantastic restaurants, obviously, in New York and, Look, if you're not certain, you go with what you know. And you know, I understand the logic. I get that. I get that. Oh my God! The all them damn. I I, I couldn't tell you what's true. We were down in the um, the lower part of Manhattan, not too far away from what's it called, uh, Battery Park. I think Battery Battery Park. Yes, that's on the west side. Near the tip of Manhattan. That's that's yeah. Where we the... weren't we weren't that far away, but coming back up, Wait, man, all it... these food trucks and all of oh, these yeah. little, all these little mom and pop restaurants there, pizza restaurants where they actually toss the pizza. Oh, oh yeah. my god! It just, it just smelled. John, John in Manhattan, wonderful. You can't swing a health code violation without hitting a restaurant. Are you kidding me? <laughs> matter matter of fact, it was funny. My brother was down here earlier and so it was a nice day so i had the back door open uh we have a screen we have a storm door back there and that was part of the new new windows deal and so my brother comes in he's like what's that smell i said that's dinner somebody's making dinner he says holy shit can we get some he says is this all the time i said every day i said in the spring and the fall when i have that door open i pretty much know what everybody's having for dinner you know and uh because he doesn't get that up where you know up on the third floor, uh, they don't have. It's not the same setup. But yeah, that's a shame that you didn't get to experience some of the uh, the more unique restaurants, or even even oh. the run of the mill restaurants, but that are not your franchise. And I again, I understand. You go with what you know. If you're not sure, you know, you go with what you know. Did you at least have a dirty water dog? I didn't. Oh man. My my lovely wife 
is so persnickety when it comes to that kind of stuff. Oh, that's half the fun of New York. Are you kidding me? Oh, okay. yeah, I know. What you need to have the next time you come here, you need a dirty water dog. Although it's not the same as it used to be. We don't have the hot dog carts around like we used to. And uh, a lot of those. I think that would have been fun, too, to get, hit a hot dog cart. Oh, yeah. We used to, oh, we used have to live on some. I mean, they still have them in other parts. I mean, they have them in Chicago. But it's different. The The hot dog, like when I was a kid, the hot dog carts. Now, we had a guy who would, uh, his spot was by our local park. Uh-huh. It was, uh, of course, Frank, the hot dog guy. God only knows if that's what his real name was. But he had the hot dog cart. And they all had them at the, with the big wooden wheels and the one small wooden wheel up front. Uh you walk over and he had, you know, all the mustard and when, there wasn't, a, there was no out of squeeze bottles. He had one, he had a stainless steel canister for each condiment with a little wick like, uh, which I'm sure was stainless steel. Think of a, t- think of the top, a round top with a handle coming out, but then continuing down. So in other words, that would be in the mustard. He would pull the top off, squirrel it around, slap it on your dog. And then, then we had another guy who operated on the other side of the park, so not to interfere with Frank. But this guy had a little different setup. He had a little uh, three-wheel scooter setup. Okay. Uh, and he had the hot dog wagon on the back, but he also cooked hamburgers. He had a grill. Oh, that, no way. Really? Oh, yeah. And that's where, oh, man, two of his burgers and a yoo Man, I was good to go. And that was the very first place I ever had onions on a burger. Would you believe I have never had a Yoo-Hoo? What? Never. Oh, John, 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 John. No. This, never had a Yoo-Hoo. This you can resolve. The next time you go to whatever godforsaken food store you go to, you walk down the beverage aisle and you find the Yoo-Hoo's. You I got to tell you, Ed, I don't know that uh, they got them around here, at least in the... At least in the uh, grocery store, I I frequent. Yeah, I promise you, don't make don't make it my mission to find you in Egan. But anyway, so here's you, what you, you might have to you might just have to send them via Amazon. I haven't had a YooHoo in a hundred years, but I used to love them as a kid. Uh, huh. and, and I'm not a chocolate guy, but I like the YooHoo. But of course, Yogi Berra used to used to advertise you. That was uh, ah okay. Uh, when you do get your YooHoo. You drink it cold, and I mean cold. Oh, you got to have my anything I drink has to be cold. No, no, you're. I don't care about what you drink. I'm talking about you. Okay, now don't don't confuse this with Nestle Quick that you you know. Oh no, no. You put a spoon no, in, I, blah blah. blah. It's not the same. It's not no, the same. I know it's a very unique uh, beverage. I it, just like I said. I'll I tell you what. Never... It, it, if you you find if you find the uh the yoohoo have it with a burger you're gonna be Sounds interesting you're, you're gonna kick yourself for saying what have i been missing all my life okay and by the way i'll tell you how to cook the burger too you I if, think i can handle cooking a no 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 not this way matter of fact this is what i'm gonna have for dinner after the show you get a Thomas's England English muffin, preferably 
the king size ones, the sandwich size. Yeah. You cook up whatever size burger you want. Okay. But you also make sure you put butter on that muffin. And then that you top and then you top it any way you want, cheese, whatever. And I promise you. And then, oh by the way, one one you who's not going to do it. Make sure you got a six pack sitting cold in the fridge. And if that is sure I can, can I can I use my spray margarine on the uh, on no. the English muffin? No, it's butter. It's butter. That's, that's not even that's not even open that's not even open for discussion it's not it's not funny it's not it, it's uh uh no this is my mother that's how my mother used to do it for us but anyway seriously if you can get anybody out there if you haven't tried you it's it's good again i haven't uh, probably about 10 years ago was the last time i had a you i just don't I, I just don't think of it much anymore, but uh, it's good. It's good. It really is. All right. It really is. And now, okay. What... Here's the thing. Listen, we have been, uh, we've been talking here, just kind of chit chatting. I do want to get to this, Red. Okay. And I think it's, it's. I think it's you. It's something that's bothered the living dog snot out of both of us. And I hate to turn the mood sour here, but I, I'm afraid I'm going to have to. All right. So I, I know where you're yeah, going. Yeah, just yeah, just take a deep breath. And... Yeah, no, go, go. We're, we're so, derelict in our duty if we don't talk about it. Well, absolutely. We've kind of avoided this uh, the the situation with the uh, Kenosha cop who who shot the uh, shot the young black man uh, seven times. Seven times in the back. And unfortunately, and I forgive me for this, but at this point in time, I don't remember I don't remember the man's name. And I, I apologize for, Jacob for Blake. that because Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake. Is it Blake? I believe it's Blake. We'll find out. Oh, I, I feel bad about that. I mean, just that, talk, that's talk, talk, horrible. Talk. And it's seven shots, point blank. It's, ama- it's amazing. It's amazing the man uh, survi- uh, survived it. Uh, he looks like he's going to be paralyzed from the waist down. Which I sure hope. I, well, I'd love to see him. I'm glad he's alive. Um, I'd love to see him be able to walk again. Right, Jacob Blake. But that's that's his Jacob, name. Jacob Blake. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to see him be a spokesman. He's alive, you know. Right. You know, people. You know, Brianna Turner. Not by the way, not for lack of trying by the Kenosha Police Department, but he's. Oh alive. yeah, okay. Excuse me, Brianna Taylor, um, George Floyd. They're not alive to talk about what happened to them. No. Jacob is. Well, let's let him be a voice. God, let him be a voice. I am. Here's what I want to do right now. I mean, I saw the video. And. I don't. I don't see where seven shots. Is justified. But 
I watched the little press conference with the uh, with, with the DA from Kenosha County and all those folks, and and the DA uh, is a very good point. Let's wait. Give these. Let's give the investigation the time it needs to find out what we need to find out. Let's remember, all we know is what we saw in the video, which right. is so. Look, I, I'm not justifying shooting somebody seven times. Not at all. I'm sure that was not justified. That being said, uh, how many cops were in that uh, in that video? I believe two. Only one shot. That much we know. Only no, one. no. But I mean, I thought there were more than two. I thought there were more than two. I thought there were like three or four of them. Perhaps, but I do know that only one shot. Yeah, but only, that, my point in that matter is: is do you think that maybe those Three or four cops could have possibly pulled him away from that truck. You know what, John? At this point, we've been through this a lot of times. I want to wait for all the details to come out. Yeah. I'm sorry, but nothing. Nothing. I don't care what they wind up finding out in the investigation. They had no reason, like you said, no justification for shooting the man five times or excuse me seven times and those yeah seven bullet holes well that's that's what i'm thinking right now but again that a that is my opinion and b we're going off that 15 seconds of video well we don't know what happened before let's i'm not i'm not calling it justified let's get the entire picture okay let's get the entire story Look, if the cop, look, again, let's just get the entire story. Uh-huh. I don't believe being shot at all was justified. But again, oh. I don't know. I don't, I do know that they did say that there was a knife on the front of the car. Although he did alert the police, tell the police, yes, I do have a knife. He apparently he was trying to break up a fight. And again, as long as I'm saying apparently and allegedly, that means we don't know squat. Well, this is true. And and we're doing what everybody is doing, which is the knee jerk reaction. It's a shame. It's a pity that the young man got shot. There's no question about that. Full stop. I'm just tired. I'm just tired of seeing this happening to African-Americans. So, so am I. So am I. But again, now now we're going to wait until we get to details i'm not ready to crucify anybody oh don't get me wrong if the details hold up i'll be the one out i'll bring the hammer and the nails to 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 put that cop up on the cross i'll lead i'll lead the show then tell me too what the hell was that chowder head kyle rittenhouse oh i was getting there years old i i was getting there from Northern Illinois, what the hell was his point well, of being there? Well, again, as you and I discussed pre-show, the first... <laughs> there is video out there of young Mr. Rittenhouse. And, of course, we all know his name because, although he's a minor, he's been arrested, but his name was out there anyway. Uh, by the way, there's video of him sitting front row at a Trump rally in January. There's, oh, there you go. Take that. He went up there. He went up there because he thought he was 
his little seventeen-year-old punk ass thought he was gonna he was gonna prove a point here. And you know what happened? Um, a few of those protesters saw him, chased his ass down the street, shit on himself as he was falling down, and then started shooting. Did he poop on himself? I don't know. I, I, I added right. that part. All right. It, the, once again, now here's something we do know that happened before he killed two people. Killed two people. Seventeen-year-olds yeah. with an a, with an AR-15. Go ahead, NRA. Tell us how how good that's supposed to be. This kill. But by the way, uh, uh, let me. All right. So prior to that, there's video out there now of uh, uh, this young man and some of his quote-unquote militia buddies all piled up, uh, standing somewhere near, and a police SWAT vehicle pulls up and is thanking them for being there. Would you like some water? And Mr. Rittenhouse is out there. He's like in charge of the whole thing, 17 years old. Uh, this was a poorly, poorly assembled and poorly, if at all, trained militia. And by the way, this goes directly against the Second Amendment. This is this is exactly what the Second Amendment doesn't want. A well, it's supposed to be a well-trained militia, not a bunch of nitwits with AR-15. A seventeen-year-old with an AR-15. I don't care where he came well, from. That's irrelevant. Wouldn't, wouldn't a well-trained, armed militia kind of be the part police? of the state? Exactly. That's exactly the point. And this is where a lot of Second Amendment people turn a blind eye it was never about individual gun rights it is not and now if this ain't the why is this kid out there with an ar-15 you know why you know why john because there's no schools open for him to go shoot up that's why well there you go how, how what, what do we see go. happen when other teenage boys have ar-15s and access to all these weapons Thank God for Corona. We've saved the, how many kids' lives have, have been saved because of coronavirus? Because they weren't sitting in a classroom to get shot up. My yeah. goodness gracious, Murray. I mean, really, really. And uh, if look, I this kid, it, somebody's going to say it was self-defense on his part, to which I'm going to call baloney. You know why? Because he's out there parading with an AR-15. He wasn't sitting at, at Subway and eating a sandwich and minding his own business. He's out there parading around on the street. Look at me. He was out there looking for trouble. He was looking. Look at me. I got, an AR, I got an AR-15 and maybe, maybe, maybe this week my pubes will come in. Woohoo! Yeah, hey, there you go. I think one dropped. I'm hoping the other one will. Come on, man. So uh -huh. you, you know that's what they're, you know. Oh, it was self-defense. Yeah, after he went out and paraded his ass around and made it obvious that he was in charge. He's large and in charge. Cut me an effing break. Would you please? I'm going to read you part of a... I'm going to read you part of a... Uh, of a um, meme that I saw. Just, just, a, just a short part of it here. Nothing more dangerous so, than John Shannon reading. Oh, I know. He was charged with murder for killing two civil rights protesters last night in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Not an immigrant. Not ISIS. Not MS-13. He's not Antifa. He is another 
homegrown domestic terrorist with an assault rifle. Let that sink in. Another homegrown domestic mm-hmm. terrorist with an assault rifle. Right. And and That's again, all it was. and again, school's not open. He's got no place to really cut exactly. loose. He's got nobody else to shoot. This is ideal. Are you kidding me? Uh, from what I understand, the town he lives in is about 30 minutes from Kenosha. So to him, this is like, hot damn, it's in my bed. It ain't going to get any closer than this. Let me go uh, Let me go shoot up some folks. There's, there's a, there was a report out that, uh, that said that if he wouldn't have been caught by the uh, police, uh, he was on his way to uh, a remote location where he could uh, speak at the re- uh, Republican uh, convention. I, I don't put any stock into that. Until I, I Ed, it was a joke. Oh, oh, oh! See, you can't do that to me when I'm all fired up like this. Okay. Yes, I can. I can do anything I damn well you, please. You can't get this old boiler up and steaming under pressure, and then expect me to catch on. I, I don't get me started about you and your jokes. I've told you, but leave the comedy to me. But I dare uh, you. Do you have uh, Do you have pocket open right now? I do. You see the first uh, the first one I've got up there. I started watching that earlier. I saw that on Twitter, and I had uh-huh. to stop, I had to stop after about fifteen seconds. I dare you to play that. You want to no. talk about pissed off? No, I'm not going to play that. I'm not going to play that. I'll put it up on the on the website, but I'm not going to play it here because I haven't listened to it fully. Well, trust me, it. Uh... The first fifty, the first fifteen seconds were just a, just a, a warm up, a prelude. I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, and... this woman, this woman went, uh, went completely berserk, and you can't blame her. Would you, you say? Can't blame, I, I don't think you. I, I don't think white people understand how pissed off the black community is right now. They are. It's enough. And they, listen, I'm telling you something, you want to, you want to know something, there is nothing scarier, and I'm not trying to say this as a racial slight, there is nothing scarier for being an old white man, or even some young uh, Harvard whatever, Harvard mouth uh, uh, 20-something, there's nothing more scarier than a group being approached by a group of angry black people with a purpose, and especially if they've got white allies, white Mexican, Native American allies right behind them. That is some scary stuff, man. You do people are starting, and it, it didn't it bad. George Floyd was bad enough. Breonna Taylor, bad enough. I'm telling you right now, black people have reached a boiling point here. Oh, no, they haven't. No, they haven't. Oh, you don't think so? Oh, I think they've long since passed the boiling point. Oh, I, hey, I, I, hey. I I honestly, I honestly think that uh, the worst may be yet to come. 
I sadly, I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. And as I've said on more than one occasion on this very program, uh, white guys had a good run. Unfortunately, it's over now. But some white guys don't want to believe that. And most of them are speaking at the RNC right now uh, or have spoken. Uh, you know, it, it, it's... You know, what's sad is that uh, in a couple of days, all this is going to wind up in a Trump ad and claim that, oh, this is what will happen when Joe Biden's president. All this is happening. Uh-huh. You know, he's got an ad, Trump's got an ad out there about the anarchy that will happen when, when Biden's president. It's all stuff that's happened in the past month. This is under your watch, Stinky. You I know uh, it. You know, I, I, I'm just, yes, the whole situation is frustrating. Uh, I can't, I can't imagine what it's like. Nobody, of, no white person in this in this country has no has a clue what it's like. All we can do as white people, kind of like, kind of like Shaletta said, is just be an ally. And just be an ally. Listen, listen, you know, and and un- try to understand. But you're never. It's never going to be. You're never going to totally understand. Try as hard as you will what it's like to be a black American. No, we can sympathize, we can empathize, but we, and I said that, I believe I, I said that to Shaletta the night she was kind enough to call in. Right. You know, right. I, I we don't know what it's like, and I don't know, you know, I feel sometimes like I, I don't want to overstep you know, look, me, I'm just, you are who you are. You know, everybody annoys me equally. doesn't matter. does not matter. Uh, well, there are some people that annoy me more than others. I. But, you know, it's all kidding aside. It's just, I don't know. I feel like whatever I might try to do to, to help. I'm just oh, gonna... here's the thing: is if you try to help, you know, it's like now today. I had the usual suspects on Facebook closing in on me again, you know, and it's got to the point where I just ignore them. The hell with it. Oh, most I still, of the people. I still owe you a comeback cartoon. I'm sorry. What? I was going to give you a little something for the the comebacks for the when they tag you. Oh, that would be beautiful. Yeah, I promised that weeks ago. Like Trump, I'm looking. I'm looking. We're looking into it. Yeah, there you go. We're looking into it. So this was serious enough that um, I'm, I'm not surprised by this. First off, the uh, the Milwaukee Bucks started it. They uh, they uh, boycotted their playoff game against Orlando. Wasn't they were willing uh, to forfeit? Isn't I don't know the full story on that. So I didn't hear anything about forfeiting, and I don't think they'll have to because the Orlando team walked off the uh, court too. I oh, also really? understand uh, the what is it, Lakers and Blazers and OKC and whoever OKC is playing. I forgot, but okay. they are all they just canceled. They just canceled their games for the day. Uh, OKC versus Houston 
and LA Lakers versus Portland. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that, uh, good on, good on them. There are more important things than, than a basketball game at this point in time. Yeah. Totally agree with that. Well, it's, uh, again, it's, it's exhausting. And again, this is from my perspective as an old fat white guy. It's, it's exhausting. Yeah. Um, well, it is exhausting. It, it, it's, it's, uh, it's, and I hate to say it, but you, but will. I'm afraid, but I will. <laughs> You're right. I hate to say it. One of these times I'm afraid of what could possibly happen. One of these times when, you know, a, a black person has had enough and they uh, decide they uh, uh, can take they, it out on uh, you. Take it out on yeah, take it out on the closest white person. Well, you'll deserve it for. Well, I probably will, but there are a lot of them that 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 won't. Yeah, like me. Oh, good lord, are you? It's oh true. my god, it's true. I'm a much better person than you. Oh, are. ask anybody that knows oh. us. Oh wait a minute, nobody knows knows us. <laughs> You you do not have a license to spread that much fertilizer in oh, that short of a watch me. Watch me. Oh. I'm I'm like the COVID man. I can spread that all over the place. Uh, one of the things so, I've I've been doing for low these many years, I mean decades. I do it with everybody. Spreading fertilizer? Well, there's that, but I've tried to be genuine or genuine, depending on what part of the world you're from. It doesn't always work. And some people don't believe it. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, especially if I'm dealing with people who don't look like me. You know, I don't make a special effort. I just, and one th- but unfortunately, one thing that always sits in the back of my head is, you know, if I'm dealing with somebody, I'm, I'm sitting there talking to somebody's kid, we're in the supermarket line, blah, blah, blah. Do they think I'm being personable and all this just because I'm trying to over overachieve, if you will, because they're a person yeah. of color, as opposed to being genuine or genuine? Again, depending on where you were raised, and and that's always that always sits in the back of my mind. And I don't want to think like that, but again, I take into account. Well, geez, they've had a lot of people, you know, they've gone through what they've gone through in their life, and I just want to be pleasant. You know, exactly. if, you, if you haven't given me a reason to dislike you and cop an attitude, eh, it's unlikely that I will. Not guaranteed, but unlikely. And, uh, you know, especially... And I feel I'm the same way. I think you're absolutely you're, right. You're you, wrong. You are wrong. You, you treat everybody, you try to treat everybody equally, treat everybody with respect. <sighs> and it doesn't matter. Sometimes even when they're you know, even when they're total jackwads, I still treat treat them with respect. It's like uh, it's like old Patrick Swayze said in Roadhouse: "Whatever you do, be nice. Finish be nice. It. Finish it." Well, then he uh, finish the asked quote. Him, finish the quote. 
Oh, I be, forgot the rest. But basically, be nice at the end, until it's time not to be nice. Until it's time not to be nice. My my old now, man, some, my old man used to well, say it's nice to be nice. Yeah. No, he didn't actually live up to that, but. But, well, he's right. It's still nice to be nice, whether or not he lived up to yeah, it or not. Yeah, yeah, that's true. No, he was like we all are when we're out in public. Uh, my siblings and I, we're all, we've all got the gift of gab. We've all got the little charmer thing. Uh-huh. We can all do it. I watched my old man do it. Uh, uh, we were all, we're all good like that. We can, uh, when it comes to strangers, but you know, and and I know we're all genuine about it, but. Oh, are we done? Oh well, with this, I I, I did. No, have I meant I meant I meant totally. <laughs> oh no, not quite. Is it ten o'clock yet? It's not ten o'clock yet. I'm nope. hungry. I haven't had dinner. It it it's nine fifty two Eastern uh, daylight time. Just to to. Uh, Thank goodness we don't have a show tomorrow. Excuse you. It's tomorrow's Friday. Nice try. Day one sixty four. Oh, but that's not. You gotta stop that count. You are no more quarantined than I am these days. Well, you know what? We. Uh, by the way, I was thinking about this today. We might want to rename this show, uh, because the quarantine is. Uh, but this show was born of quarantine. Oh, you know what? Forget all that for a minute. I want to talk about. I put this out on a tweet today. So last night I was I was rum, rummaging around in my in my Twitter, and I mentioned to you a while back that it seemed like I wasn't seeing the normal you know the people in my timeline. I'm not getting tweets mm-hmm. from this one, that one, the other one. So I was checking some stuff, and I went into my account settings and all that, and lo and behold, and I had never seen this before. There's a setting. Uh, and mine was turned on to not receive tweets from people who hadn't verified their email. Now, I'm guessing this came as part of an update, and it was the default. But I turned it off, and suddenly I'm seeing all the stuff that I used to see. So if you don't, if you don't feel you're getting all of your tweets, go into your settings, dig deep. You're looking for the... Uh, uh, unverified email just turn it off because most people don't verify their email at least the people i run well with. you don't follow near as many people as i do no but the point is the people i do follow i wasn't i wasn't seeing christine's oh. tweets there was a lot of tweets i wasn't seeing because clearly now i know they hadn't verified their email with twitter and I'm not asking anybody to do that. Don't. I've already turned it off. But if you're having that same issue, well, by all means. I'd be getting notifications when it comes to uh, her tweets. Because you've set it up to get notifications. Actually, I, I haven't done that. I said I should be. Oh, well, that's easy enough. That's easy Well, I know. Enough. But this is a completely different thing, so. Right. By the way, for those of you who don't know, Christine is the queen of all hacks out of Toronto, Canada. The, okay. the uh, uh, what's the word we want to call? Goddess. Operations manager. Operations goddess. One, 
Yeah, there you go. Of one Beck Taxi there in Toronto. She's one of the best-run taxi organizations in North America, in my opinion. And she uh, she's up there fighting for the taxi industry and for her people. Yes, and, she is. Absolutely. She, she's, she's what we consider a very dear friend of the show. She comes on occasionally, and we appreciate her time. Uh, and she has, boy, oh, boy, this is who you want running your cab company. But oh, anyway, that's, that's we could go on about her for for a long time to the point where police would be showing up at our doors. It would get creepy. <laughs> it would get creepy, but, but so, we like her. We like her tons. And uh, anyway, John, you were saying, Oh, uh, give me an emergency bat turn there. Okay. Emergency bat turn. Thank, you, thank you very much. You're welcome very much. So, You've heard of Cardi B, I'm assuming, haven't you? Uh, yeah, I've heard of her. I have no idea what she's saying, but I've heard of her. Uh, well, Cardi B, after the Melania Trump's... By the way, did you catch that uh, speech by Melania? <laughs> oh. I, I did something during that speech that I've never done. I yelled at the TV. I yelled at the TV. Did you understand what she was saying? Well, I was half drunk, so it was easy. Well, there you go. I was Cardi playing B the, after I was playing the state. drinking game. Oh, there. Well, that there. Actually, I wonder how uh, other people survived the uh, drinking game. <laughs> Alcohol poisoning cases have risen sharply. Yeah, there come, you go. Come on, Cardi B, you got a minute. Cardi B, after Melania Trump's speech, didn't she used to sell that WAP? Oh. Yeah, she did. You know, it, what, it, what got me is listening to her go on about children and blah. What about all those kids and kittens locked up in cages? You oh, yeah. And she's wearing the, uh, the, 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 the Castro. The Soviet, the Soviet uh, uh, overcoat there. Man, I, I just, you know, she's out of there as soon as, as Trump leaves office. She's. Oh, Clear. yeah, you, you know it, you know it. She's got her boyfriend, Hank, in New York. And uh, by the way, she could be going. She could be going with the gardener there that uh, uh, remodeled the Rose Garden for all we know. Well, actually, Hank is a landscaper. But apropos of nothing, and I got nothing bad to say about the kid. Have you seen Baron lately? This kid's like 6'4 now. Oh. Oh, yeah. I saw him getting off the helicopter a week or so ago. Yeah, I saw that too. Oh, man. Man, he shot up like a weed. Good for him, you know. But he's only like 14. Oh, my God. I can only hope he doesn't turn out like his old man. Well, or his siblings. Yeah. Oh, you see, you knew what WAP meant, huh? I guess we're not going to get that answer. I said yes. Oh, I didn't hear you say that. Okay. Anyways, uh... Time to say goodbye, so I'm John Shannon. That's Ed Van Ness. And I still got the money. See ya!